0: What the fuck is happening, fam? It is your boy, the motherfucking Sultan of Steva, the Ayatollah of Indica, the Bobby Fischer of BHO, a.k.a. Ned Sparks, a.k.a. the President of United Bakes of America, Joe Biden, a.k.a. Donald Blunt, a.k.a. Lord Bongtimore. <coughs> and I'm bringing you a brand spanking new episode of your favorite can of podcast, life podcast, the number one cannabis podcast in the fucking world. Let's talk about it. And if you're new here, I say it's a cannabis podcast because that's where it all starts. That's where it all begins. The plant. Because on this podcast, typically I am here and I'm getting absolutely ripped out of my fucking mind on some of the best weed that I can find. Today's episode is brought to you by some zoop. Um... The soap, um, I guess, is a Skittles cross, super fruity, flavorful, deliciousness. Uh, also got some white runts rolled up, and it's uh, it's fucking legit. These nugs are purple and frosty and delicious. And I'll post some pictures of them tomorrow uh, because I know you want to see them. It's it's important that you see them because they're delicious, and you need to know what type of weed that I'm smoking on, so you can understand where my brain is at and why. I'm talking this shit that I'm talking um, If you follow me on the gram Or on Twitter Or anywhere else uh, You would have seen That I've been in the hospital In and out uh, this whole week I'm gonna dive into that Got a lot of things I want to touch on You know, I guess uh, the hospital shit Is probably, probably where it goes Um If you've been following, you know that I have completed 75 Hard on a couple different occasions. I have failed on more occasions than I've completed it. Over over the last three years, two years, um, trying to incorporate the Live Hard program into my life has been a fucking doozy. But the reality is that I've spent more time on the program and around that program than off of it. And what I mean by that, if you don't know what Seventy Five Hard is, it's a program created by Andy Frisella, uh, owner of First Form, owner of Supplement Superstores, host of the Real AF Podcast, formerly the MF CEO Project, which was um, a podcast I've listened to since probably twenty fifteen. Shout out to my man Gustavo Zaps for putting me on. And it's a, uh, it's not a, a workout program or a diet. It's not some cheesy little fucking thirty-day challenge. This is a real deal challenge that will help you fucking lay a new blueprint for how to run your fucking life. <coughs> and um, you know, it's a simple program. Only a few things uh, that are required. And, uh, you know, you can go to the Real AF uh, 75 Hard episode. Uh, I don't know what number it is, and I might be able to link it. But uh, go fucking find it. Don't be lazy. Just search podcasts, Real AF, or search 75 Hard. You know, the number one cannabis podcast in the world. Let's Talk About It will probably come up, too, because there is an episode uh, I have. Detailing some of my experience with 75 Hard. Uh, The episode is titled 75 Hard. It's fucking hard. Like I said, it's a simple program. Uh, Two workouts per day. One of them, uh, they both need to be 45 minutes apiece. One of them needs to be outdoors. Yes, that means if it's raining. Yes, that means if it's snowing. No, you cannot be under an awning or an overhang. Stop being lazy. It's about putting yourself in uncomfortable positions. It's about fucking adapting when shit doesn't go your way. You know, if it's supposed to rain... It's about fucking paying attention to the details. Knowing if it's supposed to rain... And not putting off your outdoor workout... Fucking so that your dumbass, you know... Doesn't have to walk in the rain. You know, if it's supposed to rain... Fucking there's a 90% chance of a hurricane... At 2 o'clock in the afternoon... And you know that you got to be at work at nine and you're not going to get out until fucking prime hurricane time. Then you better get your dumb ass up a little bit earlier and get out there before the hurricane so you can win the motherfucking day. You know, you got to be on a diet with no cheat meals and that's any fucking diet. Whatever fucking like, you know, first of all, you know what things you should eat and what you shouldn't eat. If you have to ask, the answer is no that's like the general rule of thumb with 75 hard if I feel like I have to ask like hey can I do this the answer is no you can't do that there is no substitution there is no changing it you either do it or you don't so any diet if you want to be on weight if you want to do like a specific diet like Weight Watchers great do Weight Watchers just do it for 75 days with no cheat meal you're like Elliot I want to fucking go vegan sure do a vegan diet for 75 days no fucking meat you know you want to do a fucking carnivore diet great you want to do animal based great fucking you know go stock up on some ground beef get you some other fucking pineapples uh get you some fucking livers and uh and, and rock and roll whatever diet you want with no cheat meals and no alcohol oh sorry no alcohol oh, but 75 days without drinking. Oh, what will you do? The whole purpose is that after 75 days, you know, so often we go to these functions, events, happenings, and we drink just to fucking drink, just because we're fucking doing it. You know, the reason, obviously aside from the lack of calories, uh, extra additional calories that do not fit into a diet that alcohol fucking give you, um... Yeah, it's, it's no alcohol, but it's also about not drinking just to drink. You know, you're like, oh, I'm at a fucking party. Love it. I'll just have a couple fucking Bud Lights. For what? Them shits ain't doing anything for you. Don't drink them. Bring some extra, bring, you got to drink a gallon of water. Bring your water. You know, you apparently can have diet soda because there's no sugar. So it's not going to be like fucking breaking your shit. So if you want to have a diet soda, have a diet soda. But no fucking... No extra alcoholic calories. No alcohol. Period. You know? You own that shit. You control that shit. And I can tell you from my own experience, just in going through 75 Hard a couple times, like, I really have cut back and almost don't drink. You gotta drink a gallon of water. Take a progress picture. And read 10 pages a day. Those five things... You're fucking done. They created an app to help you track it and and do it in the easiest possible way. You can even make a little post saying you won the motherfucking day. How many days do you go to sleep and say when you fucking lay your head down that you went hard and you won the fucking day? Did you win the day? Did you go to your job and did you fucking kick ass at every element of your job all day firing on all cylinders? No matter what your job is, if you're fucking, if you're the burger flipper at McDonald's, you fucking flip the fuck out of those burgers and you made sure to try and make every single one with a little bit of love, some attention to detail, some intention, some effort, and tried to make it look like the one in the fucking commercial so people don't think they're getting a false advertised burger, right? Were you fucking the, the Kobe of the office, right? The fucking admin lady, You know, did you fill out all those spreadsheets? Did you make sure that those emails found people well? Did you fucking, you know, get the TPS reports to Ted and make sure they had the cover sheets on them? Did you fucking kick ass today, man? Did you go out there and work your ass off? Did you do something hard that sucked and and completed it? And afterwards, you felt good? Like, damn, that was hard. I earned it today. Did you do that or did you sit? And scroll your phone mindlessly. Did you fucking sit and watch Netflix for fucking multiple hours? Did you sit and play video games? Did you fucking get wrapped up in some stupid shit that has nothing to do with fucking making you a better person in any way, shape, or form? Because if you did that, if that was your day, then I'll tell you this fun fact. You did not fucking win. In fact, I will go as far as to say that you lost you know. And that's not to say that like you can't ever enjoy Netflix again. That's not to say you can't ever enjoy a fucking, you know, some McDonald's again or whatever fucking bullshit you want to put in your body. It just means that when it's time for those things, it actually makes sense. When you're giving yourself that reward, you actually have earned that reward. People are like, "Oh, diets are too restrictive." It's like Motherfucker, that's because you're used to fucking not having any discipline and just putting whatever shit you want in your fucking face. Why do you think all of the people in media, fucking magazines, TV influencers, fucking try and tell you that being fat is beautiful? It's not, and not, and, and I don't, and I don't want to sound like that, right? Because every human is fucking beautiful, whatever, right? But like, it's not healthy. You're not living a life to the best of your ability. If you're fucking 100 pounds overweight. Find me somebody that's 100 pounds overweight. That is truly happy. You don't need to be out there trying to. You ain't trying to convince the rest of the world. To fucking. You know. That being fat is. Is healthy and, and beautiful. And it's in. You're just trying to convince yourselves that. And the media tells you that it is. So that you'll fucking keep being fat. Because you're a fat. Fucking lazy. Apathetic piece of shit. And guess what? You're much more easily controlled. You're much more easily fucking manipulated. You're much more fucking easily, uh, influenced by the fucking Kardashians. Come on, man. This fast food shit is drugs. I think about McDonald's and I can taste it. I can smell it. I feel a rumble in my gut that makes me want to go get it. It's drugs. I feel the same thing when I think about shooting dope. I can, I can imagine the smell off the fucking cooker. I can imagine fucking the way the piece of aluminum can felt in my hand when I was fucking heating that shit up. I can remember the smell the fucking dope made. I can fucking remember what it felt like pulling it up through the fucking cotton. You know what I mean? It's like drugs. McDonald's is drugs, you know, and I'm not perfect at all. I eat a lot of bullshit still. But the fact of the matter is, is that even though I eat some bullshit, I went out and I fucking worked my ass off. I trained jujitsu. I fucking, I, I go hard every day. In some way, shape, or form. Moving my body. Strengthening my mind. Cognitive function is maintained by physical work. Your mind is a muscle what are you feeding it? <laughs> you know, and I'm and I'm on and I'm fucking on one right now because like I said at the beginning of the episode, I got fucking I've been in the hospital the majority of this week and I'm going to fucking go into it because I'm going to keep it rough rugged and raw with y'all. You already know. Plus I got some people all the way across the world listening to this motherfucking show that that give a fuck about your boy LB just as they know even though we're not fucking on this the same side of the plane. I give a fuck. Um, but yeah, so uh, let me, let me bust it down for you. I'm gonna break it down. This fucking, this shit. Uh, Monday night, you know, I was on fucking like day 29 or 30 of 75 hard. Um, went, fucking trained jujitsu. Um, Oh, no, I didn't train, actually. You know what? Because I have ringworm right now, like a motherfucker. It was actually Friday was the last day that I trained. I didn't train this past weekend. I've just been fucking out. Monday, I took my kids to jiu-jitsu, and then afterwards, to get my second workout, I went to the gym. And I was going kind of hard in the gym, and, um, you know, for me. And I left, came home, went to sleep, whatever. Uh, the next day, I woke up, and was like hanging out, and my left ball, my left testy, my left fucking <laughs> gonad was f- swollen. Like, that motherfucker was hurting, you know? And, you know, I, I, I check myself out, right? I make sure I'm all right. And that motherfucker is swollen. Like, a, you know, a, a fair amount bigger than old righty. And I was, I was a little concerned, but I'm like, ah, you know, fucking, it's kind of weird. Maybe I pulled something or strained something. Who fucking knows? This has never happened to me before. Continued on. Tuesday, I was like, you know what? I was like, I'll go light today. I got my outdoor walk in fucking, you know, went to the gym and did a walk on the treadmill for 45 minutes. Right? 75 hard. It's you got to do two workouts a day. You do what you can. You know. If you're going hard and if you're giving it what you got, right? If you can't fucking run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. If you can't crawl, wheel yourself in a wheelchair. If you can't wheel yourself in a wheelchair, sit outside for 45 minutes and do arm circles. You know? Whatever you gotta do to get it done, right? It's about getting it done no matter what the circumstances are. And so I was like, you know, I'm gonna get it done. If I wake up tomorrow feeling this this way, Wednesday, I'm gonna hit the urgent care. Wednesday, woke up felt like I dude this pain was horrible obviously the majority of you guys listening are dudes so you'll know um, what it feels like when you get kicked in the balls and how there's that initial pain that's like boom but then there is the like dull pain that's just like you feel and it's just there that lingers for some minutes afterwards and uh, that's basically that, that dull lingering pain is what I felt uh, for the whole day, Tuesday. Wednesday, woke up still feeling that way, and it felt worse, and I could feel it getting worse kind of throughout the morning. So this is bullshit. bro I was taking Advil or Motrin, I mean, you know, and if you know me, I, I really don't take that shit. I've maybe taken it once in the last year, you know, probably twice in the last four years. You know, cannabis. And, you know, whatever else prevents a lot of my headaches, pains. Like, I use, you know, joint mo- shout out to First Form Joint Mobility. Um, that works as like a, a, a replacement for Advil and Tylenol in a lot of ways. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, the um, uh, I go to the, the urgent care. You know, I let them know, hey, I got a fucking swollen nut over here. And, I mean, if you've known me and been listening and following along for any lengthy period of time, you already know these motherfuckers are some real meaty clackers. Got some big boys. You know, the my I've always said my balls are so big they make my dick look small. It's not that my dick is small. It's just my balls are so big that they make the dick look small. It's fucking almost disproportionate. Uh... And then, so for one to be larger than it normally is, first of all, it's difficult to walk around like that. I already drag these motherfuckers a lot. And so I go in there. That's an interesting feeling, telling these people that. Trying, Honestly, I'm trying not to laugh, being like, yes, my testicle is swollen. <laughs> my gonadular region is puffy. My... Uh, uh, my, you know, squirrel food is inflamed. Uh, and you know, I, I was smoking big weed trying to get some anti-inflammatory fix uh, effects and that shit was not helping. Need to get me some CBD, talk to my man fucking, uh, DRock. You know, get some of the best CBD in the Baltimore area, extreme Terps. Uh, he doesn't pay me for that. That was just a freebie. That was a nice guy, um, uh, thing. I don't run ads. You already know. Um, so I go to the, the, I go to the, uh, fucking urgent care. They're like, they, you know, they get some blood, they get a urine and they're like, you need to go to the fucking hospital and get an ultrasound. Um, so I go there. I'm like, cool. Go to a hospital, uh, in Baltimore, uh, North Baltimore, uh, up right in the, on like the county line. <clears throat> it's pretty empty in there, got in there, they, um, you know, first thing, and I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you my experience, you know, they ask me, because you know how it is at a hospital, right, especially this time of year, they're telling you, they're ramping back up on this mass shit, it's now not, and now, it's not just about COVID, it's because of the flu and RSV, right, they're trying to normalize wearing a mask, which is one thing that I've been saying if you go back to fucking March of 2020 and listen to episode, I think, 14 or some shit, uh, Coronavirus and Cannabis. Um, you know, March of 2020, I'm talking about this shit. Uh, this shit, you know, this mass shit is about an exercise in compliance. The mass do not do anything. There are multiple studies, including ones now coming out saying that the N95, their beloved fucking N95, their beloved N ninety five doesn't work. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't fucking do anything. Oh, but the particulates suck my particulate fucking dick. Um. So anyway, you know how they are with these masks. I walk in there, no mask. They're like, oh hey, you know, ooh. They're quick with a fucking mask to hand me. Don't even give me the option of saying, you know, uh, no, I don't have a mask. I said, ooh, I put my hand out. I said, ooh, I'm sorry, um, but I actually have a medical condition uh, that exempts me from wearing a facial covering of any sort. Because what happens when you specify the mask a lot of the time, they'll be like, oh, you can't wear a mask? That's fine. And they want you to wear that face shield. Which, fuck that face shield. I'm not wearing that shit. You gotta be a fucking lunatic to think I'm wearing that face shield. You look... If you are somebody that wears a face shield, in my opinion, in my humble opinion, you are a fucking psychopath. I saw an old man. I just wanted to ask him today. I saw him walking today in the city streets of Baltimore wearing a fucking double mask and a face shield. Ask him, what are you doing, sir? Gramps. What are you doing, OG? Stop. Dude, breathe freely, my man. I got... I got it. I put this shit on my back for you. This land is my land. This land is your land. This land is our motherfucking land. That land is America, motherfucker. And I just felt so bad because these people are manipulated. They're fucking, they're scared. They are sheep. They are a part of a flock that needs protecting. I got it. But I know a lot of motherfucking sheep herders, a lot of shepherds, that are not fucking doing what they need to do, and I'm urging you, get up on your motherfucking square, stand up on that shit, say it with your chest. No, I'm not wearing a mask. They say, you know, and sometimes you gotta play the game, and I don't say play the game to just sit there and keep your fucking mouth shut. But you do have to understand the element of if you just with no fucking you know, if you wanna just fucking be uh, contrarian just to be contrarian, you know that's just gonna come at a cost and, and a cost where you could lose your your rank and position um, you know and then who's gonna protect your guys? If we're talking about it in a military context, If they fucking ship you out and replace you, who's gonna protect your guys? who's gonna be their voice? You know? So, when I say play the game, what I mean is in a situation like this at the hospital, when, you know, they fucking, first of all, they cannot discriminate based on a medical condition. And to tell me that they will not treat me because I'm not wearing a mask uh, would be, uh, and I'm telling them I cannot wear this facial covering of any sort based on a medical condition that I have that is exacerbated when wearing what said facial covering. That would be a discrimination based on a medical condition, which they cannot legally do. And if they did, I would make sure that the fucking lady or dude trying to tell me they were, call the fucking legal department down now and make sure that they're standing on that square and if they could give it to me in writing. Because I'm coming back big time, buddy. So, I go. I tell them, ooh, sorry, the front desk ladies. Ooh, sorry. Can't wear a mask. Exempt. Fucking, and they're like, well, what's the condition? I was like, oh, it's an anxiety dis- disorder. And, um, you know, because first of all, you would have to need to know what conditions are exempt by law from having to wear a mask in such a situation. And I've only been saying it since during the whole pandemic and, and making sure uh, that I was letting people know how to fucking argue these things, where to find the proper resources and continue to do so, what these executive orders that people fucking literally thought were laws, like fucking idiots, fucking retards. So, and I only say retard because, you know, if you look it up, it means a slow motherfucking learner. Okay? We fucking, and these people are slow to learn. You got some people who have been learning, waking up, but there are some people that are still slow to learn, and we'll just put on the mask just because. Oh, I don't like confrontation. Yeah, they don't want... They want you to not like confrontation. They want you to be this little docile, weak, fucking, for lack of a better term, beta, We all little soy boy, bug-eating little bitch. It's time for you to fucking grab your nuts, your swollen motherfucking nuts, and fucking drag them across everybody at that motherfucking hospital or wherever the fuck you're at. I ain't wearing the motherfucking mask. said, so I ain't wearing the mask. I got this condition. They said, you're going to have to explain that to the nurse. I said, no problem. In the meantime, if you if you need me to sit outside and you guys want to call me when you're ready for me, I can do that. I so said, otherwise, I'll sit over here away from any other people. Because I was kind of cool with the social distancing shit anyway. Uh, even though that also... Is an arbitrary thing that is also an exercise of compliance. Also, uh, the spiritual aura of a human is a reaches to about six feet. So, even if somebody is within within a six foot range of you, right, you're connecting. You got your their energy is around your energy. That shit, their vibrational fucking energy flow is fucking vibrationally flowing with you. But they tell you to stand six feet back, right? That these people are fucking dangerous, right? It changes the energy. It creates attention. It adds cortisol. Stresses you the fuck out. Makes you want to be more fucking independent, paranoid, scared. And when you're scared, again, you're malleable. You're easy to control. You are a fucking piece of clay in a totalitarian, technocratic government fucking palm of their hand. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) Sit there and... The nurse calls me up. I feel like this whole episode—we're already 26 minutes in. This whole episode's probably about to be about the hospital and, and my shit there. I'm gonna do another episode. I'll guess I'll record either after this or tomorrow. Probably, maybe I'm motivated enough to do it tonight. So we'll we'll see. We'll knock it out. But this is probably just gonna be a hospital episode, I guess. And um, I know you guys are very. Interested in my swollen testicle And my experience at the hospital And um, so we go in there And as I mentioned earlier I also have ringworm Uh, That was one thing the I forgot to mention Tarantino this a little little bit, we're going to backtrack The urgent care did hook me up With the um, Prescription ringworm Cream antifungal And I got to tell you, I don't know how much different it is The chemical compounds between that And the over the counter Uh, But it does seem to be healing up nicely these last uh, couple days especially. So I guess it's doing something. And um, anyway, they call me back, get my vitals, cool. Um, I go through the the fun experience to get my blood drawn. I make sure to let them know I'm something of a phlebotomist to myself. And, um, you know, some of these veins are a little difficult to get to. And so, you know the girl immediately, you know, she tried once or twice, found, you know, couldn't get it, found a spot. She was like, I'm going to get one of the other nurses just to like get her opinion. That really meant I'm going to get the other nurse to do it. The other nurse came in and like, and I love motivated nurses who are good phlebotomists that have, uh, are seriously skilled at the art of drawing blood. As an ex-junkie, I took pride in my ability to find veins. I mean, I didn't even tie off at the end. For the last year, I didn't even tie off. I'd be like, oh, here's a vein. I'll fucking get in there. Obviously, I fucking blew hella veins out, scarred shit up, fucking inflamed all sorts of shit, got abscesses. I mean, you know, it's not like I was a, I was good in any sense of, like, you know, safe or, or would be suited for a medical uh position of any sort other than being able to find them motherfuckers especially on other people I'm like oh you're so vascular the sick fuck that I am and so anyway this lady she's like she's going in she's like oh I think I got one over here she got one it was like up on the inside of my elbow basically and uh, it was actually kind of in an area where I, I distinctly remember getting a lot a lot of good fucking hits off of back in the day um, again, like drugs. Dude, when I think about the drugs and she's fucking going in that one area, I could think, oh, dude, I was homeless in Philly when I was hitting off in that area real good. Like, it's crazy. Different areas of my body getting blood drawn makes me think of when I, certain phases of when I was shooting dope. Crazy. Because um, I'm telling you, I'd find, like, an area with some veins and, like, just go bananas in that whole area and try and follow it down as much as I could. <clears throat> I got real creative at the end. And so uh they drew the blood, got the blood. It was good. It was like actually like a pretty painless process, which was great. That shit was like alleviating. Literally both the vitals nurse, uh she asked me. She said, ooh, here's a mask." I said, "Hey, medical condition, fucking no facial coverings." You know, she said, "Okay, cool." Didn't give me any shit. Oh, I was so grateful. Uh the when the second girl tried to do it, I said, hey, same thing. She didn't give me any shit. Go back out of the waiting room and waiting for a little while. Uh, they come and get me to get an ultrasound, right? Let me tell you about this ultrasound. So obviously it's, it's a woman doing, not obvious that it's a woman doing it, but obviously with a woman doing the ultrasound, they have to have a chaperone and they call it a chaperone, which is hilarious to me, to make sure there's no like sexual situation uh, on either part. Uh, Anything that could be deemed that way or even put in a, you know, he said, she said position. And so she explains to me, gives me a whole rundown on how she's about to leave the room. I got this uh, sheet for the lower part of my legs. Um, I got this little towel. She rolled it up. She said, you're going to put your scrotum on top of this towel and... You're going to uh, uh, take your penis, uh, flop it up, and I don't think she said flop. I'm saying flop because that's the word that I would use to describe it, right? You're flopping it up on kind of your stomach. And she had another towel, and she was like, you'll put this over the penis, and then, you know, the scrotum will be here, elevated on this towel, and then the rest of your legs will be covered by the sheet. I'm trying my hardest not to laugh, which is great, you know. Fucking uh patch Adams, laughter's the best motherfucking medicine, especially when you're in the hospital. Everybody that reached out, big thank you. You already know if I'm in the hospital, it's a big motherfucking deal cuz I hate doctors, I hate hospitals. I don't trust big pharma. I don't I don't I just don't. And um so she does this fucking ultrasound. And, uh, at one point we're like having a conversation, which is kind of hilarious to have a, this shit took way longer than you would expect. I mean, like I said, I got some real motherfucking meaty clackers, right? So I knew it was going to take a little while for this ultrasound, but God damn, this shit took a long time. And we were having a conversation. Uh, she was talking about her 13 year old kid. All they care about in school now is like talking about pansexuals and bisexuals and this person's gay and this person's that, So i they give a fuck about it. Middle school, like I gotta get my kids into homeschool before fucking, you know, before like sixth grade. Let them get some good socializing in and then fucking they could train jiu-jitsu all day or do sports all day and fucking, you know, fucking take college classes online. Like fucking the 15-year-old kids I know that train jiu-jitsu and win the Euro championship. Shout out to fucking those kids. Good job, homies. Kids on the team, squad. They will amount to more in jujitsu than I ever will. And that's great. Great for them. <sighs> Makes me happy. So I get this ultrasound. Oh, and also, you know, the ultrasound lady, she goes to get me a mask. I'm like, medical condition, no fucking facial covering, rigmarole. She's like, she's the only person that's really gave me any guff since the front ladies. And I was like, she was like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to be like, right in your vicinity for X amount of time. I was like, well, if your mask works, then you'll be fine. I said, but don't worry. I don't have any sort of cough, cold, fever, chills, anything that would make you think I have COVID or RSV or the flu. I'm good to go. I just got a big... I just got some big balls. And I'm quoting, not paraphrasing. And you know what? She stopped giving me guff. Um... She brought me back up. Uh, at this point, they when they called my name again, they were like, hey, now we need to do a CT scan. And so like now I'm a little concernicus, right? We went from ultrasound uh, to CT scan. Um, and I'm like, okay. So they do the CT scan. Uh, And I was like, what's going on, you know? And at this point, I'm no longer like in the waiting area. I'm back like in the, like, you know, the area in which you're like chilling at, right? Where it's like you got the little fucking sheets around each bed so that you can have some semblance of privacy, which is not any privacy at all. And, um, you know, I got a CT scan that took like a minute. They did the contrast, which makes you feel like really warm, has almost like a metallic taste kind of made me think of acid and, um, and it makes you feel like you have to pee. So it's like a weird warmth, metallic taste and feeling like you have to pee, which they were already giving me fluids at this point. So I felt like I had to pee as it was and you know, 75 hard. So I'd already drank pretty much close to a gallon of water that day. <clears throat> and I knew I was going to fail 75 hard cause I couldn't get an outdoor workout in unless I like, um, unless I got out of the hospital and of, Relatively quick manner of time, but I, at this point with the CT scan, I was like, "Damn, it's like seven o'clock." You know, like, what are we doing here? Do the CT scan, send me back, fucking a little area. I'm chilling. Uh, they come in, tell me, you know, uh, "Do you drink?" I said, "No, I haven't drank in over a month, and even when I do drink, it's maybe like you know, max five or six beers." couple shots that's like max drinking for me now and that occurs maybe once a month once every two months and they're like hmm they're like you have a lipase enzyme it, That's some, something like that it's extremely elevated and um, usually is only elevated in binge drinkers uh, they're like so we need to keep you overnight I'm like is that's what's making my testicles swollen they're like oh no I'm like what the fuck Oh my god! They're like, we need to keep you overnight. I'm like, oh, mm, um, hmm, because at this point, it's been many hours since I've smoked any weed, and uh, I was not in the mindset of I was going to have to stay here. I guess in my head, you know, I was gonna get a little checkup and then I'm out. They're gonna give me a little script and I'm out. And uh, this little shit had to get in the way, and I was like, okay, well, I need to run to my car real quick. They were like, for what? I was like, what do you mean for what? I got some stuff in my car that I need that if I'm going to be staying here overnight, I need to get it. And if I had no clue that you guys were planning on keeping me here overnight, so I needed to fucking, I need to go get it out of my car. I would have gotten it when I was waiting for an hour and a half out in the fucking lobby just now. But, you know, nobody told me that like, hey, you might have to stay here. So go get whatever shit you need. You know, like, well, what do you need? I'm like, motherfucker, none of your business, but I need my toothbrush and I need underwear and I need this and I need fucking deodorant and I need some snacks because I'm not with your sweaty meats. You know, fucking hate institutional food. And if that means I got to eat some dry ass cereal, I'd rather do that. that. institutional hospital, rehab, jail, food, all sucks. Fucking sucks. I don't like it. My rule for institutions, eat as much breakfast as you can because you're not guaranteed to like lunch or dinner. Um, good thing about when I was in jail, somebody would always be willing to take the shit on a shingle. You find one dude that trade you his fucking coffee cake for the shit on a shingle. I give it to him every time. I'll take those hospital powdered eggs over the fucking sweaty meat sandwich that comes at lunchtime any day. Give me a double helping of powdered eggs and bacon that's made from dogs or whatever this shit is that's not real fucking swine or bacon. Um, so they, like, have to call security. They're like, well, we could send a security guard to your car. I'm like, no, motherfucker. I don't trust y'all motherfuckers in my car. Really, my whole purpose is I need to get the fuck out there and smoke as much weed as I can smoke in as quickly amount of time as I can before y'all start getting fucking come looking for me, you know, but that is the game plan, so I, I convinced them to let me break, they're like, you're coming back, right, I'm like, yes, motherfuckers, I got this IV shit in my arm, I'm fucking coming back, I'm not some dope head trying to just stick needles in this fucking IV thing and shoot dope directly into it, come on, man, I'm fucking, I gotta go get my shit, I gotta mentally prepare for a minute to fucking stay at the hospital, you fucks. So they let me break the rules. I go out to my car, smoke some weed, get my whole little bag of snacks and my book and fucking whatever other little shit. That I needed my toothpaste and toothbrush. Prepare to stay the night, you know. So I'm like, well, what the fuck is wrong with my ball? Like, can we can we fucking can we talk about my my nuts for a minute? Can we talk about these motherfucking meaty clackers, this fucking squirrel food, fucking these nut these nuts? They say, "Yeah, you know, we think uh, we think that's the result of like a bacterial infection that traveled down your lymph nodes and popped out, fucking there." Like, motherfucker, you know, <sighs> my body fighting off ringworm. The week before, last week, I was feeling real down. Not, I wouldn't, I didn't say I crossed the the sick threshold, but I was like feeling chills for like a couple days. I just assumed it was because I was fucking going hard, seventy-five hard, baby, and it's motherfucking cold. I'm getting no hardly any fucking sunlight. I you know, and I just my body's having a hard time uh I fucking thought about it, and uh you know I'm like, damn it could have been that like I never quite fully got sick, and then you know the fucking that shit just traveled down and made one of my nuts big, okay, but they were really concerned uh about my pancreas now. Based on this elevated M time, so that's why they wanted me to stay. I go to the motherfucking house. I stay. Go up to my room. They gave me a fat room, sweet Seven Eleven. Had a big ass thirty-two inch TV on the wall. Big body bathroom. Big shower that I couldn't use because they didn't fucking wrap my arm up and let me use it. Um, I peed like a racehorse all fucking night because of this damn fluids. They gave me some antibiotics. Uh, said I couldn't eat after midnight. I got to watch a couple of my favorite flicks, Kill Bill One and Kill Bill Two. Actually, I, I got up there and, and turned on the first one right before the end, pretty much when she's fighting the fucking crazy eighty-eight. Oda and ECE. My girl, my bitch, Lucy Liu, and my bitch Uma. My bitch Uma. Kill Bill 2 I saw in theaters It is definitely one of my favorites One of my favorite Tarantinos Probably in my top 10 The Kill Bill uh, movie Two parts uh, To make one complete genius film I fucking love it It's a great movie It's good to watch it A couple of big wins that night Obviously they wouldn't let me smoke any weed uh, But they did offer me some morphine And your boy was not looking for a free lapse I turned that shit down, even though my nuts were fucking aching. I told you, man, for fucking like thirty six hours, my balls hurt. That shit fucking felt like I kicked in the dick all day, like my kids were just stomping on my nuts like a fucking uh, barrel of grapes for some wine. And um, and I, I turned down the morphine, hundred percent. And it's not that. I, and look, I'm gonna go ahead and explain this shit right now. It's not that I'm opposed to um, to utilizing pain meds in a situation where you're in a hospital under fucking, you know, the care and treatment of a doctor. Even though the motherfuckers are, they are aching to give you some pain meds. I mean, look, and I don't think they were, I don't even want to put it like that. I don't think they were aching to give me some pain meds. Uh, my nurse was like, she really, I felt like she really was taking care of me. And she wanted to make sure that I wasn't hurting, you know? Damn, dude, like... If if I like really wanted a freebie I thought, you know, that would have been as good a time as ever But like for me I really felt as though I did not need it Like it was not to the point where it was unbearable And I could not fucking The only way I could even function in that hospital Was with some pain meds I didn't feel that way So I didn't take them um, And, you know like I said, they wanted to take care of me. Uh, they offered them to me as much as they could. Uh, the In the morning, I had no food. I uh, got visits from multiple doctors. They drew blood. One one lady, the fucking like uh, like 4 a.m. lady that came to try and draw my blood, she pricked me twice and she said, I can't find it. Someone else could do this shit later. Fucking she left, dude. That shit cracked me up, bro. But I was not in the mood for, if she, if you suck at phlebotomy, like, go ahead, go on and fuck off, right? Like, I'll take the lady on the next shift. Uh, And the next shift, lady got me fucking squared up pretty quick. But um, I didn't eat anything till like one o'clock. They gave me another ultrasound and told me I had great fucking anatomy. And no, it wasn't on my nuts. I already know that's great anatomy. Uh, This was like on my pancreas, my liver, my kidney. They said it was all fucking beautiful in there looked great, which was great, made me feel really good because, you know, your boy can get a little paranoid sometimes, and um, we fucking rock and rolled uh, from there back up to the room, they said, look, your your levels have gone back down with these fluids I guess it's just some freak shit um, you know, we'll let you the fuck out of here go pick up some antibiotics, you're good I was like, oh And they uh sent me on my way. And that was um Yeah, that was Thursday. Um, I go home, it's all good. Uh Friday I wake up and I'm like still feeling some pain, the swelling's gone down the lefty, um, you know, work Hang out throughout the day, get my my shit done. My my balls are kind of hurting. Go for a walk with my man Rob. Balls are hurting a little bit more, but it's the right side. Uh, Last night, I fucking go, take a piss before I'm leaving, and I realized, dude, like, my right ball is even more swollen than my left ball was a couple days earlier. And that shit had me shook, bro. When it switched from one nut to the other. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I said, I said, I'm not, I'm, I'm scared now, right? Like the first time I was pretty calm, cool, and collected, right? Last night, fucking, I was, I was shook. Yeah, you know, I called my mom, who's a nurse, talked to her. I was like, do you think I could wait till the morning? Do you think I should go now? She was like, I'd probably go now. I said, okay. Uh, she's like, are you going to go now? I said, no, I need to get my head right. Uh, so I went, I uh, went back to my Be More spot, did some Wim Hof breathing, chilled for a few, did some, you know, probably five rounds, uh, about a minute and a half max breath holds, um, took a, a cold shower, let my body heat back up naturally, and then took a hot shower, um, I had to make sure that like, you know, old boy was working, rub one out, you know, just in case they asked, like, if I, you know, I was having any, like, ejaculatory malfunctions. It worked great, you know. Um, but I smoked some big weed, went over there, had to put my little, like, bag back together of shit that I would need. I was prepared uh, for if I needed to stay for any length of time. Uh, I came in, I told them same thing, because it was new people on the shift. Hey, no facial coverings, not doing it. Went to the same hospital, cause I figured I could at least get some people that be on the same page. They already knew what was up. And, uh, you know, we could rock and roll without having to fucking go through the rigmaroles of, you know, oh, can you please put on a mask? No, motherfuckers. And, um, you know, they fucking, they get me in relatively, uh, Not quick, because there was a lot of people ahead of me. After I got there at like 3 in the morning, there was already a bunch of people ahead of me. Um, No way for me to cut the line, but couldn't really sleep because, you know, I didn't want them to like call my name and then me be asleep. So got some shit sleep. Uh, They did another ultrasound, uh, this time on my right testicle. It was a different ultrasound lady um, but she was also very thorough. She had a slightly different process than the first ultrasound lady um definitely took just as long um was uh, slightly more awkward in the conversation because you know some cultural barriers and not as a barriers i don't think that's the right word. I just think cultural differences that made it interesting. And, uh, they talked to me and they're basically like, yeah, your, your vitals look good. Um, the, you know, comparing your file from the other day and what's happening right now. We think, you know, this is just kind of the way it's playing out. Uh, we're going to give you some more antibiotics, uh, a little probiotic. And, uh, once you take some, you know, some extra ibuprofen and they sent me on my motherfucking way, you know, so... I'm here tonight recording this episode talking to you guys about my fucking nuts, my experience at the hospital. Um, you know, that shit that's sh- yo, my motherfucking balls. I don't know if you know this, but like it's like literally the most important thing on my body next to my dick, right? Like this is like the life creating the 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 mechanism in which life has has been created. Like I have created humans that came from my balls I've had these balls my whole life 34 years you could say I'm attached you know so for them to be in this state and I've never ever in my life had to deal with something like this that shit was scary and is scary because I'm still in the I'm not out of the woods yet your boy is not healed up yet um There's been a lot of people that have reached out, have said a lot of kind words, uh, put a lot of kind energy, love, smoke up in the air for your boy, thinking about me, demanding that I get better as quickly as possible, that I stay hard and keep it moving. You know, being in the hospital, anytime I've been in the hospital, it's usually not a good experience, but it is one that always makes me reflect, take a moment to slow it down, Right? Yeah, man, I'll tell you this week, life got me by the balls. Damn. You know? But even when life got you by the balls, there's always something you can do. There's always a way where you can fucking sit, refocus, regardless of the vice grip, breathe, and start attacking the plan. Run the play, chop the wood. You know? For me, sometimes, like, I felt, I feel, I felt guilty. I needed to, like, get work done. I'm like, I had to, like, call my, my homies and be like, look, you know, I'll be back on the phones tomorrow. Like, sorry, I'm in the hospital. They're like, uh, dude, get better. <laughs> like, you could get back on, you could fucking work when you could work. Like, so, that's good. Um, good to be partnered in with a company that, uh, excuse me, loves, cares about me, cares about my well-being. And um, so, yeah, man. Uh, even when life got you by the balls. You gotta do what was necessary, what's required. You know, Friday was eve, You know, when I was out, um, out, I went for a walk, you know, forty-five minute outdoor walk, swollen nuts and all. You know, so trying to figure it out, man. It's been, uh, been a crazy week, but uh, one where a lot of people have come out and showed some love. Uh, said, like I said, said some kind words, and that shit's important, man, because sometimes I don't feel the love. You know, I get a lot of fucking... I still get fucking dumbass people talking to me about shit from a couple years ago. Now, a lot of those people have gone away. A lot of those people have gone away, right? Since a lot of things that I was saying two years ago have been have come out and, and been, you know, proven as true... Um, you know, there are recorded receipts. Go back and listen to those episodes from 2020 and you'll hear everything about it and my thoughts on it. And, uh, you'll know that, um, there was a lot of people that were fucking talking shit. There's no agenda. Anybody that's fucking telling any influencers that are telling you to go out in this are fucking trying to harm you. Like, bro, I was in New York in April of 2020 walking through Times Square with no people in it. I'm talking no people in it. Times Square with no people in it. Go to motherfucking Times Square. Go to Times Square. Look how many people are in Times Square. And now imagine five. Tops, five people. That shit is crazy. You go to Times Square all hours of the night in that place, there's a lot of people. You know, obviously it's different during the day than it is at night. But even at night, it's a lot of people. It's fucking is New York. But I was there when they were talking about dead bodies piling up in the streets of New York in April of 2020. Your boy was in New York copping some of the flyest nugs on the planet. Mm-hmm. RS-11, I miss you, baby. I miss you, baby. I risked it all. Went out in the middle of a global pandemic to get some RS-11. Mm, put my life on the line. Went to the fucking epicenter of fucking COVID death where they were fucking taking COVID patients, putting them on, waiting until they were sick as fuck, putting them on ventilators, sending them to the fucking old folks' homes, the most vulnerable people in this population, Sending them to the old folks' homes, putting them on ventilators to fucking get paid by the government for having them on a ventilator, and then they die of a COVID death, and guess what? They get paid again. Motherfucker, you think them people give a fuck about you? Hell no. Fucking, um, fucking your boy, the the mayor of New York. You know, the fucking governor, Andrew Cuomo. You know, that motherfucker was talking about all sort. yeah, the, the governor of New York. Bomo fucking sending them there. What kind of fucking crimes against humanity? They were calling me a grandma killer. This motherfucker is the literal definition of a grandma killer. He motherfucking sent the sickest patients from COVID to the area, the buildings of the most vulnerable parts of the population, the fucking sick and the elderly. What kind of fucking crimes against humanity is that? Please, and that like, and I'm not even getting fired up over that because, like, you're be like, oh, Elliot, you're fucking emotional. No, dude, that's just straight logic. That's like pretty basic. These motherfuckers told you to take experimental gene therapy. They coerced you, which is against a violation. And I've been saying this the whole time: the violation of the Nuremberg Codes. If you're somebody that's not well versed in history. First of all, you need to go do some homework. And I, I, fucking, I fucking beg of you to go look at the Nuremberg trials. Go read the book, Nuremberg. Go read the book, Nuremberg. And it talks about the fucking putting all of the highest members of the Nazi regime on trial. Guys like fucking Albert Speer. Fucking uh, Albert or fucking uh, Josef Goebbels fucking uh my man who is my fucking uh cross-dressing fat fuck from the lufthansa uh the fucking german air force guy hermann gering yes hermann um these read the fucking nuremberg code right like, cuz they were fucking doing all sorts of experiments on people that shit is fucking not legit and our government has done this shit multiple times before you know, there's clips of Barack Obama talking about essentially we just did the biggest science experiment on the fucking planet. Billions of people took this shot. I don't think it's that high of a number, but they definitely tried to get your boy to take that shit in the uh, in the hospital. I told him no, hell no. I said I'm sorry, I just don't trust. Uh, you know, Pfizer was trying to wait 75 fucking years. They were trying to wait till everybody that took that shit was dead before they released the data on it. I am not getting putting that shit in my body. She was like, oh well, you know, since. Uh, The vaccines have helped stop a lot of the death from the early days. I was like, let me guess, you guys stopped using the ventilators. (laughs) She said, okay, I'll see you later. (laughs) I'm telling you, this shit is wild, man. And now they're trying to do it all over again. They're running new simulations. They're about to fucking, I mean, what's to say that they're not going to do this pandemic shit again, but not actually release something that fucking really kills some people they really don't turn it up on us because like they you got to remember these people are all in these people are doubling down they have if they get fucking if we rise the fuck up as humanity as the fucking billions of people that we are versus the fucking i don't know 2000 that are fucking controlling all the shit well you know uh you know they would fucking be in the wood chipper on pay-per-view, you know, with fucking all the proceeds going to benefit the fucking, the people that were forced and coerced into this shit, because you know what? Like, I'll tell you what, man, it took a fucking lot to fight through these last couple years and, like, and still have to fight about my decision not to take a fucking experimental gene therapy, you know, which is my right as a fucking... My creator endowed right as a fucking, not not only an American citizen, but a citizen of this fucking planet, of this fucking plane. You know, if I don't want to take some fucking big pharma bullshit, I don't have to fucking take it. And if I don't take it, it's none of your fucking business. If my family doesn't want to take it, it's none of your fucking business. If my friends don't want to take it, it's none of your fucking business. It's not about being anti-vax. It's not about fucking whatever other bullshit rhetoric you want to fucking put on it. It's about my own freedom to fucking choose. My creator-endowed right to choose. That means that shit was given to me by whatever put me the fuck here. And you can't fucking take it away. A lot of talk about rights. The creator-endowed ones are the ones that fucking matter. And you ain't going to fucking take them from me. Because throughout this pandemic, I learned how to be ready to war, be ready for war, even at the grocery store. Because when it comes to buying food for my toddlers, you're not gonna stop me. I'll put you to sleep right there in aisle seven, and keep shopping. And that's on mothers. But I digress. You know, I got a lot of people that told me, "Fucking, they hope I die of COVID." Well, first of all, motherfucker, I'm still here. Still here. The worst that I've suffered is these big-ass balls. These big balls that I've been fucking swinging around my whole fucking life. And that ain't changed during the pandemic. You know, that ain't changed now. You know, you know why? Because my balls aren't special. Every one of you got a pair of let me rephrase this every one of the men out there has a big old pair of balls ready to be fucking uh, inflamed fucking swollen some real meaty clackers ready to be dragged but the ability to drag nuts has to be earned to bring it back full circle to fucking the beginning of this episode has to be earned You know, obviously you don't want to be fucking too big and swollen like mine. Fuck. This shit, it's hard to fucking walk right now. I can't train jujitsu right now. I still got a couple days left on this ringworm before I would step on the mats. Because I'm a polite motherfucker. Even if I am a dirty bitch for getting ringworm, motherfucker, for like the fifth time. At least this time it wasn't on my neck. Last time it was on my fucking neck. But yeah, like these motherfuckers. While I don't know anybody that died of COVID, I do know uh, a bunch of people that have died, or have gotten severely sick, or have now have lifelong issues since they uh, got the old Fauci ouchie. Which that motherfucker is still one of the most arrogant fucks on the planet. He needs to go right in the wood chipper. You know, they're about. To, I think they're about to sacrifice Fauci. Um, you know, I'm gonna have to, I'm not even gonna fucking start getting into the Twitter files uh, fucking again on here, uh, right now. We'll keep it kind of where it's at. Um, you know, i obviously we, we've kind of turned into like the healthcare system as a whole here and we started talking about the, the vaccine and fucking all the crazy blood clots that we, that aren't made from blood that are those up to multiple feet long fibrous clots that people are dying with that only appeared in 2021 that have never occurred before in the history of humanity but it isn't doesn't mean that it's correlated to the vaccines at all apparently even though they only appeared at the same time that the vaccines shortly after the vaccines dropped I, I don't know dude I, my brain hurt um, if you want to support this motherfucking podcast, you want to support your boy, right? You say you want to say, "Hey, um, you know, I want to help facilitate you continue to drag your nuts on these motherfuckers, to continue to thrive and live, and um, and, and provide for uh, the friends, and family, and kids and community." Um, and you want to support? You can go to firstform.com dot com slash Fucking support yourself. Buy some great products from an American company. Um, You can share this podcast if you don't want to spend any money. Simple as that. I'm going to keep it real simple. Share this motherfucking podcast. If you fucking learned something, if you got some value, if you laughed, if you had a good time, uh, if you were glad to hear that my fucking balls are swollen and uh, it's causing me pain... Uh, If you like the fact that life literally has me by the balls right now, uh, share this motherfucking episode. You know? Um, Because a part of having a conversation with people, you need to kind of break the ice. This is a great way to do it. Share it not only on your fucking story on Instagram or fucking on your uh, Twitter page or on your fucking blog. Uh, Share it with your grandma. Share it with your fucking dumbass Aunt Linda Right? Share it with whomever. And that way when they listen to it and they're like, What the fuck is this shit? You can start the dialogue. You can start the dialogue. And you too can be somebody that you feel good at the end of the fucking day looking in the mirror. You know, like you can be somebody that fucking stands up for what's right. You don't have to follow. You can be a leader. Much love. Bonk out.